Indeed. Uh, so, uh, who... Uh, all right, before we go into what happened last time, I will reveal to you another note about the setting. Ooh. Uh, the main forces of magic in this world are divine forces issuing from deities, um, as well as subset of forces from the life, death, nature areas that are tapped into by druids, as well as from the fey realms. Ooh, thing dropped as I was saying that. Your lore was just too awesome. I accidentally clicked on the general section rather than the, uh, group message section and you connected me to general voice Oops. chat. Oops. Oops. Yeah, we spoke. Anyway. Um, where was I? Yes. So divine forces issuing from deities as well as subset forces from life and death and nature that are used by druids as well as coming from the fey realms and being used by fey. And psychic, which is the psychic classes and psionic classes. Arcane is not a force known to the layperson and does not um, exist commonly or openly. Not saying it doesn't exist entirely, but it's not common or open. Um, unless means are taken to disguise spellcasting, uh, a layperson can typically identify divine magical effects, usually some sort of holy or unholy aura, um, the, 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 the glowing and presenting and appearance of holy symbols of a deity and whatnot. Um, or, again, plant life. Um, and um, psychic magical effects, which, I mean, the psionic effects have just a ton of, of flavor of, like, um, physical or, or visible sensations that pop up from manifestation of abilities. Um, and likewise, uh, a typical person would be able to notice that Arcane effects, if for whatever reason they happen to see one of these rare things, would be different than uh, these other two sources. Um, you can feel free to ask me at any situation if you want clarification on the source of a apparent magical ability. Um, so, if yep. you're born with the ability, then it's considered natural and divine? What I'm saying is, at the moment of the setting, because my setting is reactive based on your characters and your actions, is currently there isn't really people who are born with arcane magics. Um, no sorcerers. We, it might be it. Um, th there, there is not a common sorcerer concept. Wizards are a myth. Again, I'm saying for the layperson. Um, so as the campaign prompts, you guys are certainly welcome to make knowledge checks to determine what your characters do or do not know. Um, so, uh, as a side note, however, alchemy does exist um, in the alchemists and in investigators and fusions. Alchemy is, uh, in this setting, um, considered a science that taps into nature for its purposes. So, an alchemist class is still fairly common. But it's considered that they're drawing from, like, um, nature to power their infusions, as opposed to arcana. Um, traditional magic items, such as scrolls and potions, are usually the product of divine magic. Um, psychic magic items 
uh, that are deliberately crafted are heavily crystal-based, which helps to hold the mental resonance inside the items. Uh, also, several permanent psychic magic items are made by accident and through incidents, typically involving strong psychics themselves. Um, for example, uh, many magical weapons and armor have their origin in being held or worn by those with psychic abilities upon their death. Their their essence infuses some of their possessions. It's like a haunting type of factor. I, I believe the term is psychically infused. <laughs> I read Occult Adventures. Um, <laughs> I, I skimmed through Occult Adventures. Um, Before I eat the mold again. And I probably am misinterpreting that. Um, I think you're good. I think I had more of those cookies today so far. Uh, all right. So that is my setting notes. Any questions regarding that? <laughs> no, uh, are, was I supposed to be like taking notes while you said that, or are you going to copy and paste that? Because that was a lot of information. You'll find that it is already in the group notes because I wrote it there before. Mm -hmm. I'm just reading this out loud for the purposes of the audio, mostly. Ah, yes, setting note two. And yet, we may or may not need to make a separate Google Doc just for the setting notes as they get more. And yet again, notes. humans rule. It's got to be canon. Because it's in the notes. I mean, I'm not going to delete stuff from your guys' notes. So um, if you guys disagree with that, one of you will have to do something about it. <laughs> yes, um, when I'm doing these little setting things, feel free to ask any questions. At worst, I'll say that's something that needs to be explored within campaign and knowledge checks. Um, at best, you'll get more clarification if you want any further background stuff. Just like whatever Travis is under all that crystal. If there is anything under that all that crystal. There is. There is a Gorbasha underneath all that. <laughs> so he says. Will you find out? Alright then. If there are no questions, who would like to talk about what happened last time? There was a debacle. <laughs> We suck at the clever stuff. Well, you guys did fine. You guys succeeded in step one in 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 the initial. Anyway, what, what happened? What what happened? Very successful. Um, Anisha tried to have a plan. Okay, move a bit. Let Let's start at the beginning. Of, uh, beginning summary. What started last session? She and tried to have a plan. <laughs> we met in a tavern and got but hired. You met in a tavern. You got well, Anisha got hired yeah. and we are coming along for the ride because uh, so I think we're her employees, technically. Technically. Partner. For now. No, no, no. Employee. That way, if the, if the law comes, she takes 90% of the blame. I, I mean... <laughs> Thanks, man. I'm glad you have my back. Great. Of course he got your back. How else will he paint a giant target on it? Well, to be fair, we just met today. Perhaps the hiring was a bit hasty. However, back on subject, um, Manfred the Ratfolk, 
approached Anisha, Carl, and Garbasha at a table, totally distraught, absolutely stressed, and needs someone to purge his warehouse of squatters and vandals. And uh, we took the job for a hundred. Wait, for ninety. Gold. Yes, you talked him down. <laughs> yes. You know, first time customer discount. Got to get that customer loyalty going. Exactly. Um, they go to the warehouse, and Anisha tries to initiate a plan where. Uh, she distracts the guards with one of her cantrips, and they get away from the door, and then they sneak into the building. However, they were found out from their hiding spot, because uh, maybe they were discussing what to do a little bit too loudly. But they got the guards' attention, and we tried to pass it off as we were lost and Carl hands over his grocery list, and um, the uh, the rat and cat folk who were guarding the door uh, decided to um, help him with directions and try to direct him to the uh, to the market. And then we got into a fight. We won the fight. If I recall correctly. Gorbasha and all of Gorbasha's merciful uh, benevolence try to talk to the um, into reasonably walking away so that everything would be remain safe for them. However, they were very obstinate about it. Therefore, uh, therefore, Gorbasha had to make a point. And a slash. Um, yeah. And um. So the guards were incapacitated. We hogtied them, placed them upon the cart. We healed them, and now we're standing in front of the door. <laughs> oh yeah, we we also uh, passed it by them as well. I believe for one full minute I went. <laughs> and then they. Yes. Well, I could keep healing them until they're unconscious. <laughs> it's actually it's actually one of the most effective ways of inducing unconsciousness in the game, I think. <laughs> oh no, wait, don't they have to be willing? True. Yeah. Um Well if Gorbasha keeps beating them up, they'll probably be willing to take the healing. <laughs> it's true. Oh man, that would be vicious. What? No, I'm not going to touch alignments yet. You guys haven't actually done anything. Um, okay. So yes, you are in front of the warehouse. There is the large warehouse doors, which are closed. And there is the small office. Oh, you, these are presumptions, of course. Office door, which is also closed. Right. Uh, both um, gentlemen are tied up in the back of the covered wagon. And being generally quiet... What do you do? Well, 
I thought of this for, for a while, and I thought to scout the room by using a sift ability, which is a cantrip, I believe. Should okay. So it is a divining spell that I can scout out a room without necessarily being in it. So normally, uh, you can't cast a spell if there's not an actual physical opening into the area you want to cast a spell through. Okay. It doesn't necessarily have to be like a big doorway, but you need like at least sort of a small window to do so. So sift um, lets you examine an area at range with perception, making perception with minus five for normal conditions. Man, that doesn't seem that great at all. What is well, I'm just thinking, like, isn't the penalty for perception like minus two per ten feet anyway? That was minus one per. Uh, oh, sorry, plus one. DCs. So, yeah, so so the distance is plus one per ten. That's a very... I think you should switch that spell out, dear. <laughs> that doesn't make much sense at all. You're taking a minus five penalty... To avoid a plus three increase to the DC. Mm. Yeah, that's... Or we could just say that you do it, it just takes no penalty at all, because that makes sense. You are the GM, you have the power. Well, it's your choice. Do you want to keep it as is, with no penalty, or swap it up for something else? If we were... If I were to switch it out, we'd be here all day. Because uh, you, have, I mean, you don't have to do it right now. You just make a note that you will look up and switch it. Yeah. I'll, I'll leave that up to you. Because okay. uh, the main thing is, uh, at the end of it, it says you must be able to see the area you are attempting to search. And you only find details that can be perceived with sight or touch. Um, Sift detects only objects and features, not actual creatures. <laughs> Man, they really made sure this spell was. Oh, so you won't great. even know the people Sorry. in there. Just yeah. Um. Well, oh, that is so limited. While Anisha's doing that, can I search the two bound people and remove cutty things that they might be able to cut their bonds with? Like okay, uh, gems. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, you're. So, so Anisha is, 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 is looking over, I, I guess, and um, maybe you're trying to have a peek inside, but you can't... You're, you're, you're coming to the realization that you can't use your sift ability because there's just not a big enough opening. Uh, Carl uh, looks over the bodies and is able to determine that each of them has a sap. Um, admittedly, those are actually probably dropped on the ground oh, yeah. at this point, so they're not even on their person. Uh, they each have uh, a dagger as well. And, um, I mean, you can't get the, this off of them at the moment. However, I believe they're wearing, like, leather armor or something like Ooh. that, technically. But again, with them being tied up, you can't exactly remove right. that. Uh, yeah, I think I was doing this. Actually, nope. They don't even have armor. 
Uh, <laughs> they were just wearing their plain clothes. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, take the daggers or whatever, since that might let them cut themselves free. Yeah. That large bag of gold they obviously have, because they're, you know, no. Let's see this. Hmm. Let's see, what, what else can I do? Um, that's not useless. Aww. <laughs> Let's see. We got dancing lights, ghost sound, telekinetic projectile. Okay. Interest uh, in color screen. Let's they, see. They don't have they don't have a ton on them, but uh, they have some decent little coin purses. Um, and you're you're able to get uh, five gold pieces and seventy seven silver pieces from oh. them. Um, as well, um, you, you will, uh, find, let's see, how to describe this here. Um, in, in the rat folk here, you're, you're able to pull out a, a, a vial, um, that, uh, has a uh, symbol of a druidic order on it um, and and uh, doesn't have a label on it but it's it's a um, thick uh, red liquid and um, it just has a little instruction uh, label on that says um, apply to fresh berries Ooh. Sounds tasty. Must be for uh, must be a dessert topping. Oh, one bottle of sauce. Whew. Well, quickly pocket that, and then uh, see if Anisha has found our way into the uh, warehouse. Oh, uh, and, and sorry, and and you you will find uh, on the cat folk um, a, uh, a a ring of keys as well. Ooh. Ching, ching, ching. <laughs> yeah. I will waggle them at Anisha. And uh, she'll uh, begrudgingly and per perhaps a little uh, shyly takes the key ring. Okay. And proceeds to unlock the door. Um. So while the office door does appear to have a metal lock set in underneath the handle, uh, the warehouse doors do not show any such locking mechanism on the outside. Huh. Um, you can attempt to use the keys on the office door if you wish. 
Oh, the office. Or Bosch, I think we should go through office door. Wise. Now that the the player understands what's going on, let's go through the office. Okay. Um. So there's um. There's only. I don't know, three or four keys, <laughs> just a s- small number of keys, not not a huge keychain. Um, so you're able to try a few, and uh, one of them will uh, seem to turn around, and uh, you hear uh, a little bit of a click as uh, the lock pulls back, and um, you believe you unlock the door with the key. So the door is unlocked. She nudges the door open. You open it up by the handle. Wait. <laughs> okay, admittedly, I was trying to find a cantrip. Um, why? Well, I, the, the the door, like, it, it, there's still a handle. Yeah. There's still an opening mechanism that you would have to, like, turn the handle to open it up. You can't just... It's not a push. Is it... Do, do I need to roll a perception check to decipher if this is a good or a bad idea? You can roll a perception check if you want. You turn it vigorously, quietly, and stealthily. I'm... I'm I'm just I'm just saying if you just push on the door it's it's not going to open. <laughs> that that that's just I'm just I'm just setting the type is, of door it is. Is it a pull door? It's not a cat door. Well, you do have to turn the handle. There's still a handle. Okay. The lock is separate from the handle. <laughs> but anyway. Give <laughs> me a perception if you want. Pedantic DM. <laughs> I know. My brain should... is fried. I don't understand uh, English. Let's, let's uh, you know, assume that our characters know how to open doors. Yes. Yes. Well, no. So she... If you want to open the door, you can open the door. Okay. <laughs> um, Ramasha opens the door. So. Okay. <laughs> As Anisha is there contemplating, uh, Gorbasha pushes past and opens the door. I, I presume Carl is at least over here. Uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, Carl will draw his dagger right. so he can actually threaten somebody if need be. Woo! In his offhand. Okay, so opening the door. Well, Anisha overthought the door, apparently. <laughs> okay. Go with your strengths. It's, I apologize if I made it confusing. It's just. Well, Gorbasha ran her over. Anyway. It's rude. <laughs> <laughs> so, Gorbash opens up into what appears to be a opening office. There is a desk and chair and some uh, bookcases uh, to the uh, west side of the room. But it's in a fair bit of disarray. Um, books have been pulled off and flipped through when just casually sets on the ground and such. Um uh papers have been like pulled across the desk and there's crumbs and signs of like greasy food and the remains of fish head in the corner of it 
Um, and it looks like some of the ink has been spilled out as though it was knocked over in the middle of like a game of like tic-tac-toe. There are two rooms that lead further in. Uh, The room on the west side is closed, while the room on the east side of the room there is um, slightly opened. Uh, This room is illuminated just by a um, simple lantern that's hanging from the um, side of the wall. Uh, Manfred is a rat folk, so he wouldn't want it from the ceiling. It has to be close at hand to to, be reachable. Be be easy enough for him. So we'll we'll say it's hanging oh, just just on the wall beside the desk there. Hey, okay. head in. See everything here. Everybody over. Okay, girl. Well, everything clear. And Nisha follows. Okay. Uh, we'll also follow. Don't split the party. And enter the room if you wish. Uh, can I ask for uh, perception checks and stealth checks from the group? You can ask. And I can hope. I mean, you can you can choose not to roll. I can hope to be uh, successful. Twenty-three <laughs> uh, uh, perception, and what was the other? Oh, stealth. Ooh, 21 stealthy. How is a cat folk less stealthy than a human? I want to know this. What the heck, dice? You're too used to it being easy for you, so you're, you're not taking much care. I'm, I'm, I'm used to being clumsy, so... <laughs> I'm being very careful. Fair enough. For the record, or the listening record, Anisha... Rolled a 16 on her perception, which is poor for a detective, I would think. <laughs> and 18 on her stealth, which is a bad. At least. Perception for Gorbasha is 14. And stealthy stealthness. Is oh, just straight up. Fifteen. Ah. Meanwhile, Car- Carl perceive per- perceives at twenty-three and stealths at twenty-one. Hmm. Oh. I'm just a poor country Connecticut, not a big city fancy cat folk or anything, but. <laughs> Okay. Um, so for the most part, uh, you, you enter into the room, um, and uh, Carl, uh, you're aware that beyond that slightly open door to, to the east there, um, it is dark. Uh, there's um, there, there's uh, no, no light source in that room. But uh, you can hear uh, a shifting sound um, 
As though, uh, uh, heavy boots treading across, uh, some, some creaky wooden flooring. Carl stays silent and tries to make boots walking gestures at Anisha to try and get the point across to see if. Aha. Uh-huh. Do I need to roll another stealth check? No, you can't hear it. I can't hear it. But he made a gesture. Yeah, but you've already rolled your perception check. Ah, right. Carl heard something, and he's telling did, you. Did right. Did Gorbash hear anything? Uh, Gorbash's perception was a fifteen, mm-hmm. or the fourteen. Was the fourteen. Oh, <laughs> no, you 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 did not hear this. Perhaps his uh, crystalline helmet muffles sound. All, 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 everything that's not at the resonating frequency of the crystal, and then that gets incredibly loud. Or Masha is focusing really hard at being quiet and doing a good <laughs> job. Yes, you're one quieter than your. Uh, Nisha is staying quiet. Dun, 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 dun. He is staying quiet. Uh, Carl will attempt to approach the inner door then. Quietly. Okay. Um, I'll I'll let your stealth check uh, hold for now. Uh, so, all right, you're taking a look at the, the, the western door there? Uh, is that the door? Or is your intention... Uh, so, uh, this is the door oh, that's okay. Open. I will move towards that door. Par- partially open. Okay. Yeah. I will move to there to see if I can peer with my poor human eyes into the darkness through the crack or whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say that you um, you can see dim illumination just a little bit into the room. You do get the impression that, that this is the large warehouse area, if it kind of maybe wasn't obvious. Uh, but you can't see very far from that lantern light from the office with the door closed as it is. All right. But uh, something... Um, I'll even let you say... It's uh, it's 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 a bit further south yet. Uh, what what you're able to hear this occasional shuffling. Um, it kind of sounds like just someone you know. I don't want to say nervously, but standing restlessly. Right. Not like they're pacing. Not like they're making any sort of route. Just that they're sort of like. Looking one way, turning to another way, just occasional shuffle. Right, I'll look back at the boss and hold up one finger that I think I hear one person uh, in there. Mm-hmm. She's definitely our expert on stealth, and I think this falls under the general mysteries and detecting. Uh... Why you know think Gorbasha? Is expert at stealth because you're asking questions when we're trying to be quiet. 
<laughs> Gorbasha, make a stealth check. <laughs> oh no. I should silence my phone. I'm sorry. That's actually Gorbash. Okay. Um. For for the moment, you 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 Gorbash's question. Perhaps it doesn't quite pass through the the partially closed door, as there doesn't appear to be any change in the occasional restless shuffle. And and then. Uh, and then even Carl, Carl can even hear the, the, the somewhat of a uh, deep voice. There's a gravel to it, but um, perhaps a slight even uh, melodic tinge to the words. Um, what languages does Carl speak? Uh, well, common is as far as I uh, have determined so far. Okay. Um, then you will not currently recognize uh, what language. Well, can, can you make a linguistics check if you want to to, to get the keynotes of what this I sounds like? I can attempt an untrained linguistics check. Okay. 21. Carl's on fire. Oh, wow. Um, okay, we'll, we'll say that you... I think you've heard that as, um, we're going to call it a desert speech. Uh, it's, it's, a there, there is a neighboring region to the east, which is a large desert. And I mean, I don't want to say wasteland because it implies that you can't make a living there, <laughs> but, uh, it, it has very dry features to it and it has some of its own regional trade common tongue. Uh, and and this is the um, this this is what you believe it might be. Carl makes the gesture for dunes and one S for sand, not strawberry shortcake for dessert. Um, I think we're starting to get a bit more complex with what you can do with hand signals at this point, <laughs> yeah, especially since that's not in my class. To, to, to. We all should learn thieves' can't if we can, maybe. And if we can't, we oh. can't, can't. Wow. <laughs> what is the group doing? Um, I'm going to gesture at the door, like, you know, go through, shrug, because uh, it seems like we need to go forward and confront these people to fulfill our mission. But Gorbasha will give thumbs up. Ready. Ready. Sword and Falcata and shield. Falcata. What a weird weapon. Uh, Anisha carefully steps up and nods. Falcata is like a giant. Kind of. Carl will attempt to slowly push the door open and move through, hoping the person isn't looking, and if I hear them start to move around, I'll attempt to rush them through more quickly. Okay. Um, so let me just check. Now, 
So from the sounds of it, the group is not planning to do any sort of additional light source. I I can oh. see in the dark. I should require it. Okay, you can see in the dark. Um, and you should have to give up her little light vision for something. Uh, oh yeah, her sense of smell. <laughs> no, no, she's good. If she's if she's able to sense whoever's in the room and figure out it's not her teammates, then that should be safe, right? Um, you'll still have missed chances. But you would eventually be able to pinpoint them in the dark. Um, but I could it's... cast um, dancing lights once we get into. That's the good because Carl's going to be firing blind so, if uh, there's no light sources. Yeah. So, so yeah. basically, you guys at this point will have a surprise round. Just so you know, so you can put that into your plans. This would um, be much easier if Corbasha could use fire. So I think at this point, I'm going to set up initiatives, let you guys have your surprise round to do stuff, and at that point, we'll probably be into regular initiative, I imagine. Does that sound fair? Sounds fair for our level of preparedness as a newly forged detective adventuring team. <laughs> uh, all right, then. Uh... Click on your tokens and roll initiatives, please. Carl initiates for seven. I rolled a twelve. Seven. Ooh, I am point oh one ahead of you. Okay. Uh, so for the record. Um, we started low, least to fastest initiative. Yeah. Uh, let's add that. Just so he's on the track. Ooh, we're facing an occupant. The occupant's Bellera. Okay. Uh, so. Anisha, this is surprise round. So, okay, so um, surprise round, you can either take a move action or a standard action, but not both. Okay. You can charge to, to move in a straight line and take um, an attack. However, you can only move one movement increment, not two. Okay. And you are first up. Um, it's my first standard action. I'm going to cast Dancing Lights into the room. Okay. Um, where would you like to... So again, so I'm, I'm letting you guys kind of see into those four squares of the room. Um, where would you like them placed? Uh, in the farthest corner. Okay. So Dancing Lights. It's disco time. <laughs> So that'll last for about a minute, all within 10 feet area. And um, ba -ba -ba. We'll stay within um, uh, those are the lanterns or torches. Okay. 
So yeah, so that should lighten that should light the room up a fair amount. So so yeah, so I think I think I'll just reveal the room at this point to to ease things up. Um, so because I, I imagine either Carl or Gorbasha will be opening the door soon after. Yes, facing Mister Crossbowie. Okay. Okay. So the the room is stacked with a number of uh, boxes, barrels. Um, sacks. Uh, it has a number of muted um, exotic scents of spices and distant shores, uh, as well as just some, some general must and even things like um, dried and cured wood and, 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 and things like of that nature. So it smells delicious. Uh, dried, dried and cured wood, like, like for, for, for building and stuff, not sneak. <laughs> <laughs> I know that would, that dude. I I tricked this you. It's an oaked warehouse. Um, uh, it's um, it's not overly packed, and but there are a few things here and there, and you can see standing in front of a uh, door. That's um, again. I I think this this door is somewhat open uh, to. Um, that leads in front into a hallway is a short and stout man. He is completely bald and yet has a white, um, uh, very full beard and mustache. Um, so human. Uh, he he is standing um, just a bit over four feet tall. Uh, is very broad and um, let's see here uh, his his eyes uh, kind of I'm just making sure here yeah uh, his, his eyes kind of squint and there's a brief moment of them reflecting the the light of the dancing lights uh, as, as he seems annoyed by uh, by the, the sudden light um, and you may make uh, knowledge local checks if you wish to identify local i would like to identify i think so i can't think of <laughs> what else knowledge carl okay. knows 22 skilled local. and trained <laughs> ouch fumble uh no that's that is actually the bonus she adds to oh what okay she that's why i it was so, in red so i was like okay red fumble yeah yeah so Carl, going too, so. you know enough to recognize this as a Durgar. Oh, um, cousins of the dwarves. They are notorious um, slavers and inhabitants of uh, some of the mountains on the desert side of uh, of of the the. the country region to the to the east slavers uh anisha uh you know enough that they are a naturally psychic race even the untrained of them are manif manifest psionic abilities mm -hmm. um as well uh they are known for um their handling of a uh, certain type of uh, vermin which are normally considered mindless creatures of um 
like like giant beetles and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And the, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything you want? They, 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 they are, again, typically naturally hardy like their dwarven cousins. Uh, they, they do not get along with their, their, their dwarven race uh, at all. Um, and for that matter, uh, typically have, oddly enough, a light sensitivity for a desert-dwelling race. Oh, so I put spots in his eyes, please. Yep. All right, Carl, your surprise around. Unless there's anything else I need to clarify. Um, no. Uh, can I like take cover behind that uh, crate and still get a pot shot at him with my kinetic blast? Uh, yes. Uh, if you are the closer one to the cover, you gain its benefits and they okay. do not. Okay. I will. Oh, oh, sorry. I, I see what you're saying. You you want to move and do a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, no. That is not something you can do in your Okay, surprise. I will move and take cover because uh, I don't think I have a shot from him until I move since I am not right in line with the doorway. <laughs> okay. Um, but, uh, but yes, he is wielding a crossbow uh, as as well as um, uh, appears to have uh, so, some other weapons on his belt. And I don't have the telekinetic finesse to snatch his crossbow bolt out of his crossbow or anything like that. I mean, it's it's uh, it's held, but um, I don't think it's presently. Well, no, it would probably would be loaded. Uh, no, uh, you you typically don't get to do that. Um, to again, unless you have something that lets you disarm, uh, any held and attended item is is usually off yeah. uh, uh, off limits for those. Types okay, of I will just get ready to line up a shot for next turn. Okay, uh, Gorbasha. Ah, or did he him and save his life after Gorbasha tries to kill him? <laughs> Gorbasha will charge and take a swing. Chada chop. That's not good. It's eleven. Made twelve. Um. Okay. Um. You, you swing, and even though he's uh, somewhat surprised, you've only had a few moments yourself to reconcile the situation. And he's maybe a bit shorter than what you were expecting. Um, and your, your, your swing does not connect. Oh, if only he was asleep. Well. Wow. Um, okay. Uh... At this point, um, the Duragar calls back down the hallway, um, Alil, Ailala, and, uh, is going to take a step back. Alil and Ailala, two more opponents. Um, uh, well, the, the main thing is you don't understand what he says. Uh, <laughs> And uh, aims the crossbow uh, towards uh, Gorbasha. And is uh, going to fire off an attack. 
and uh, the bolt uh, uh, deflects off the crystal armor. Um, Ooh, and each awesome. stuff. Okay. Uh, let's see. Her speed is 30. Let's see. So, if I move at my full speed, that's one action, right? Uh, that's your move action. That's my move action. There's a move and a standard, right? Yep. Okay. I'm trying to be independent, folks. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay. So she's going to hurry inside. Uh, probably position herself a little bit behind Gorbasha there. Um, off to his left. And cast color spray. Uh, I believe Oh wait. <laughs> you've already cast two first level spells today. Crap, I did. Whoop. Uh-oh. Okay. Hold on. Okay. Back up. Let me uh let me do a mulligan here. Upon entering the room officially, can I make a quick perception check to find something that is roughly under five pounds? Yes. Okay. So let's say she moved. Behind the Gorbasha. Good place to be. You, uh, let's say you find a brick that looks like it could be for holding. It's a doorstop. Okay. <laughs> and she will cast Telekinetic Projectile upon it. Okay. And uh, aim for the... Bowman, there. Okay. Can you roll a ranged attack from your uh, sheet? Remind me how to do that. <laughs> Sorry. On the character sheet, on the attacks tab. Yeah. Okay. It should be ranged near the top. Is 14 enough? Uh, no. You throw it towards him. Um, however, uh, it, um, it, it just kind of hits him in the shoulder, and there appears to be a small hit of metal, and he seems to have some sort of padding or armor there and doesn't uh, take any damage from it. Uh, I was almost hoping he just tilted his head to the side and just dodged it. <laughs> Sorry. Carl! That would have been cooler. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> then in a, I a similar fashion, I uh, see, he's still within 30 feet of me, I will try to use telekinetic blast to fling five pound or less unattended objects at his head. Alright. Um, again, just trying to pick up riffraff and whatnot. Yes. Maybe you pick up a barrel cap that looks loose or something. Cap, not cat. Oh. 
My my headphones are too good sometimes. I know. I know. Uh, 18 to hit. Oh. Oh, wow. Uh, that will hit, and that'll do a nice chunk of damage. Um, yeah, so you throw this thing, and it just whacks him in the face, and he falls back and, uh, oh, wait. No, yeah, he falls back unconscious here. That's how you do it. Uh, Gorbasha. All right, well, since Carl and Gorbasha are one for one now... All right. Gorbasha will move ahead. 15, can I? I will need this. Okay. Uh, yep. All right. So you will see uh, the hallway continues and ends with a door to the left and door to the right. Um, re- referring to what we see. So, so the door on the eastern side um is 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 um uh again par- partially opened so so you can continue moving and push into there if you would like i guess i can only go 20 or, feet and then i will ready in action what action are you ready as soon as an enemy pops out i will swing it okay uh, very good. Uh, Anisha, what are you doing? Well, she's down the line of rope. And I don't think she has any handcuffs. Uh, could she improvise some chain or something in the warehouse to incapacitate? I say incapacitate, but to hinder the archer there. All right. I mean, he's unconscious. He's not dead. Currently. Uh, uh, Technically, he will bleed out, potentially. And I could could heal him next round, but uh, then he'll get up if, if we don't bind him. All right. Uh, I mean, you could do a heal check to attempt to stabilize him if you don't want him to die. Right. Nothing wrong with letting him die. I'm just, you know, saying. Whoops. Anisha is not a doctor. <laughs> she rolled a nine. Okay. Uh, so, uh, there we go. Die. She doesn't know how to help him. Penalty equal to his. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Um, for what it's worth, you poke around and stuff, but uh, it seems like um, he, he kind of gives a little groan and stuff, and it, it just kind of seems like, um, well, I guess, I mean, he got a big hit in the head, but he actually doesn't seem to be bleeding all that much. <laughs> he looks... You, you didn't really do a whole lot that you can tell, but he looks stable anyway. Okay. 
I'll take it. Carl. Um, I guess I will try and get up uh, into that doorway to uh, back up Gorbasha. Uh, I mean, Crystal. Uh, can I get over there? Uh, can you? Okay. 30 feet. Can you move yep. 30 feet? I just wasn't okay. sure about uh, getting around the uh, my initial hidey spot, but yeah. Yeah, well, okay. that's fine. I think that's fine. And I will prepare okay. to uh, blast anybody who comes through a doorway there. Okay. Uh, Gorbasha. Uh, no one came out before. Doing anything different or still mm. holding? Do I hear which uh, door? I think that might be coming from. Uh, make a perception check. Right now. Uh, oh. Wow, there are no holes in your helmet, are there? Obviously, it's on the right side. They're all they're all going through the right door. So that one's. Open. Um, right. I will say probably this point, Carl. Uh, you can't really see much further than the end of that hallway, and even that's starting to get dim lights at this okay. point. Okay. Well, so, you know. Well, I, I can fire at movement, and if it's Gorbasha, it'll obviously just bounce off his penetrable armor, so no harm done. I will. Go in and open door. Uh, sorry, I wanted to check on something okay. here. Okay. Uh, sorry, which door are you opening? The one on the right. Your character okay. right or map right? E east. Yeah. I, I think, okay. When I say left and right, I'm referring to the map left and right. Are we okay sure, with that? Yes. I I find it I find it easier to use left and right than east and west. It's a whole stage left, stage right. I can never remember actor versus character perspective, so it's I always have to pause and ask. Uh, okay. Uh, so just give me a second because I actually did I find did I find a token for this? I'm not sure I did. Uh, did I find what I'm looking for? I don't think the uh, desert scrisnex that they're uh, smuggling in here. Drugs and narcotics. There we go. All right, um, you see two cages are in this room and are opened up. Um, uh, however, there are no occupants. In instead, there are large um, beetles uh, the size of perhaps... Size uh, of lunch! Great size of lunch! <laughs> size of lunch. Hey, they could be valuable. Um, um, there, there appears to be a um, 
relatively fresh body, judging by the blood that's pooled on the ground, though any meat and 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 cloth has been torn off into to pieces as uh, uh, it, it appears well gnawed and eaten over. Um, the the beetles themselves are fairly plain, however. Um, they have these gems growing on their outside wing covers. Um, one of them has four, one of them has three, um, and they vary in, in, in kind of color and, and, um, uh, they're, they're, they're flat and multifaceted, and some of them are goldens or red or, or even like, um, a very almost, um, onyx type black but still somewhat translucent um and as you open the door and the light swarms in they kind of uh, 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 uh chitter and and start facing towards you there um and i'll go in and attack them i guess so so this is those those uh, mummy uh flinting beetles okay uh Make a reflex save, Trent, for Gorbasha. A reflex save? Yes. You remember when they're crawling under the skin in the mummy, right? Uh, they are larger than those ones. Oh, good. Mm. Then you're safe. All right. And... Boom. Three. Um, okay. Uh, unfortunately, while your intention is to go into the room and attack them, you are thrown off your groove and your turn ends as you walk in and bump into something that you can't see in front of you before you're able to enter the room. Garbasha calls out, Oh, pretty lunch. Oh. Uh, so, so basically what I'm saying is there is something in this square that you bumped into that you can't see and it, it, it's kind of thrown off the rest of your turn but that it kind of missed up your intentions right. I'm do I feel like yes hopefully that dead body I can't um, see is the uh, goblin trader and therefore we you know kill two birds with one stone yeah wouldn't that be nice uh, all right. Um, fortunately for Gorbasha, uh, what you bumped into uh, quickly comes into view as the psionic glamour around it disappears as a warhammer is heading towards your head. And it is another Duragar. At least they're attacking your least vulnerable spot. Uh, oops. Uh, there we go. Oh, hammer to crystal. What could? What's the worst that could happen? This guy is not in the bright light, so... Oh! A 22 is gonna hit. I imagine? Yep. Is it? 
<laughs> okay. I was going to say, your AC can't be higher than 22 at level 1. Your helmet shifts 4 oh, inches below okay. your shoulders. Okay. Uh, you'll take 8 points of damage as it connects uh, solidly. Ah. Okay. Anisha. I'm plotting. Okay. I am reading over my rules for ghost sound. If I can distract the uh, occupant with a very loud sound, granted the, the volume of the sound created depends on my level, I can produce as much noise as four normal humans per caster level. So I could be really obnoxious. Um, what are you trying to do? I'm trying to make the guy cover his ears. Pretty much. You are just level one. I am just level one. Yeah. I, um, That's probably not going to drive very well. Uh, now, now again, you could... Um, your, your lights are in the warehouse room, and therefore uh, he is no longer in the high brightness factor of your lights. All right, so if I move my lights into that room, he could at least be distracted for a bit, right? He would have tr- a bit more trouble seeing, yes. Okay, I want to do that. Okay, uh, so Anisha's dancing. What do your dancing lights look like? Uh, flickering orbs, probably. Oh. Um, look at your cat, little laser pointers. <laughs> yeah, those hurt the eyes, so let's go with laser pointers. <laughs> All right, um, flashing laser pointer beams uh, start... Um, Rotating around the, the, the small hallway filled by Gorbasha and Carl and the Duragar is forced to squint his eyes a bit against the brightness. Wow. I just thought of a thing. If it's a laser light, could I bounce off of Gorbasha's uh, crystal armor and have it like a disco Disco here? ball Gorbasha? Sure. Yes! Uh, the light is, is being refracted through the crystal of Gorbash's armor, creating a disco-like flickering effect around the room. Time to hustle. Gorbasha dance. Uh. <laughs> with, with the, um, clattering of mandibles, uh, the, um, beetles... Uh, advance. Um, one of them, uh, the one behind the Duragar is, is basically, um, its wing caps kind of open up and, and it, it, um, flutters restlessly but can't quite find its way to, to really get past the dwarf. Um, the other one is going to make an attack, um, giving Gorbash a cover, uh, trying to go through the, um, uh, the, the open doorway. So Gorbasha will benefit from cover from this. Uh, so this is not likely to hit. However, it can roll. No. Um, it's it's too easy to fend off. Um, its mandibles can only just barely snap out into the hallway. 
Carl. Um, I'm going to move up and um, do I have sight on the guy or should I just heal Grabasha if I don't have sight on You do have sight on the guy from there. Is there a less than five pound chunk of something nearby to chip off Grabasha's armor or something I can fling at the guy? I'm going to have to have um, a sack of cue balls at some point to just have items available. I um I I mean the 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 dwarf dropped his crossbow. Um, there's there's still I I don't know. Um, I, I guess there's still that that barrel head from what you used to knock out the previous dwarf. Uh, All right, lucky barrel head to the head again. Okay, so uh, you will hmm. Okay, this is a little complex. Uh, he would uh threaten you, I believe. But you would get the benefit of cover from his melee okay. attack. Um, and do you have precise shot? Oh, no. Okay. So you would then get a minus four to shooting into melee, essentially. And I think that covers our basis. Uh, Good with that? Sure. Okay. So... A 19. So cover will add plus 4 to Carl's AC. Carl's liking that. So what is your regular AC? Uh, A 19 is still pretty good, actually. uh, Carl (laughs) is normally a 15. So he will still manage to hit you. Um... Ow, I say. For four damage. Not quite able to get the power swinging around the corner like that. Um, but but you're able to um, uh, get your attack. Minus four penalty. <clears throat> right. Lucky blast. Oh. 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 Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Lucky barrel head indeed. <laughs> Um, Carl's on fire today. So is that macro? Is that macro including the minus? Uh, four? No, that's just my regular macro. So I didn't have okay. a chance to take oh, it in there. Okay. Uh, well, okay. So the good thing is you it will hit. Um, your crit will confirm, however, with because minus four shooting to melee. But the barrel comes in and smacks him in the or the barrel head comes in and smacks him in the face for six points of damage. Um, Apparently, Carl doesn't like dwergars. Um, and I think at that point, the barrel, I mean, I, I guess at this point, it, it takes the six points two each time, so it's probably smashed to pieces after those two big hits. Um, Gorbasha. Mm. Gorbasha does not like it when somebody gets in the way of food. So. Gorbasha smash. Sure. Great idea. It's the only thing I got. All right, here we go. A seizure-inducing display. Uh, these these corners are getting too tight, and it's difficult to wield that falcata to its effect here. <laughs> um, you can thrust forward. Uh, the Durgar. Um is going to 
Uh, open the door to um, to the left of him. Um, I don't think that provokes, does it? It's one hand. It's a one yeah, hand I action. Believe yeah. Too bad the Beatles can't turn on him. Make sure. There we go. Combat. Just a quick go through. Here we go. Move actions. Open door. Does not provoke attack of opportunity. Good. So he's, he's going to open the door. Um, and, uh, and he's going to move into the, the hallway there. Um, and, uh, you actually kind of see him make some, uh, coaxing actions toward the Beatles. Uh, so yeah, he moves, uh, he opens the door and kind of, uh, moves a little bit into another revealed hallway there. Uh, Anisha. She's gonna move closer. Probably not any further than a five foot space. Uh, crap. Um... How much would you say the those beetles weigh? You can't really see them from where you are. I can't. No, you're in the hallway. Can I hear them? Make a perception check. I was going to ask that, and I was going to guess they're at least six pounds. I mean, the answer is probably going to be 30, 40, 50 ish pounds. Yeah, oh, you know, come on! You know Gorbash has said something about food and there's been combat, but you're not really sure what's in that other room. What's going on? You can go ahead and find out. Apparently I have all the rolling luck on our side tonight. Apparently, Carl! Jeez! I'm supposed to be a detective. This is embarrassing. Now, I, I will let you know, while you can't end your turn on an ally space, um, if you want, uh, you can um, move down the hallway and check out the other door if you want to make an open area. Not saying it's a good idea or not. I'm putting it out there as an option, because you would have enough move actions and be able to use your standard to open up that door mm. if that's what you wanted to do. Uh, well, it's I, a I, warehouse. I, How complicated could the structure be? <laughs> I'm saying you don't know what's in there. But. Interdimensional Time Lord warehouse. But. That's where the dragon lives! <laughs> Check! Alright. Uh, screw it. I'll investigate. Uh, well, I, sorry, I was... You can't quite see it, uh, but there's a door beside Gorbasha yet, is what I meant. Oh! Okay. You can move down there. Oh, on the other side of the hall. Yeah. So now that you're down where Gorbasha is, you can see there's these beetles. And you can also see this door. Oh, jeez. 
Beatles or what's behind uh, door number two? You use your standard to open up the door, and there is a small to-do bedroom that looks like it's been poorly maintained, and there's the pillows have been tossed around the floor, the bed's been um, used, and um, we'll, we'll get into this description outside of combat there. Um, so, uh, so as you're now technically here, um, you can move into the room to end, you can, you can move into the turn, uh, move into the bedroom, um, but you do get a small attack of opportunity from the beetle that can technically reach that doorway. Okay. You get cover. It's not a huge risk. I thought if there was cover, you can't, uh, do an attack of opportunity. Get something that. Is that so? I th- I thought that you, uh, you just get the AC bonus. Well, let's see. Oh, sure, you don't bring that up when I get attacked. <laughs> I know, right? Um, well, cover. You've been so freaking lucky <laughs> this round. I don't think you have room to complain, sir. I'm wounded now. Cover. Aww. Um, I'm pretty sure I can still make my attack of opportunity. I just, uh... Turn squares. Um, nope, I'm not seeing anything that says cover stops attacks of opportunity, so I'm going to roll with it. But he, he misses. Again, he's not really quite able to get to you. Uh, so yeah, so you're able to end your turn there, and you've uh, expanded the battlefield a little bit. The Beatles. They gnaw you, yeah, yeah. Uh, nah. I was going to say Paul and Ringo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, she loves you, yeah, All right, so, so after um, waiting in the edges... Uh, the one that was previously standing behind the Duraguard uh, moves forward and uh, tries to attack at Gorbasha. And uh, the pincers are not sufficient to bypass that crystal armor. Um, the other one buzzes around a bit more and uh, tries to attack from uh, cover as well. Um, and is, is not going to succeed either. Uh, Carl! Um... I guess I will uh, attempt to heal Gorbasha since he's uh, um, obviously wounded in front of me, at least. Okay. And I don't think I want to try and shoot around the corner there. Okay. Um, I guess I'll just roll my blast since it's the same healing. Yep. Uh, nine points. All right. So... Gorbasha heals nine, uh, but then is taking uh, one point of non-lethal. Yeah. Okay, assuming much, you're, assuming you're sorry, really. I, 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 I am, I yeah, I, I should make that assumption. 
Gorbasha heals nine points, and someone is taking one point. Yeah, I'll give it to Gorbasha, assuming he's willing to take healing. I mean, one point nine gets a lot of healing. Okay, so that's Carl's turn. Gorbasha. Hmm. Well, Gorbasha is hungry, but they might be valuable. Um, Thirteen. All right, uh, you will hit. Um, uh oh! Now we find out what nasty thing they do when you hit them. Uh, you hit it, and your falcata um, uh, slides across uh, one of the gems on its back. Uh, the gem shatters, and something strange happens. Um, glowing runes appear in the air in a small circle uh, around where the gem just shattered. I might have a knowledge on that. This is not a magical effect you have seen before. This is not divine or psychic casting. What foul sorcery is this? Some sort of rune beetle. Can I roll a gnarly jaw kinda? Um uh, just a second. I need to figure out what it actually is first. <laughs> Do we need to pick a number? Twenty. Hey, there's twenty! What do you know? Thirteen. Thirteen. <laughs> um okay um one two one three four five okay uh so so what you see is the circle of wounds appear and then a um uh ghostly globe of white light filled with mist appears and shoots toward the dark dwarf. It doesn't it's not heavily illuminated and it just kind of poofs over him to no effect. Mm. Um if someone has spellcraft they may roll it. Carl does not. Uh I don't know. Alright. So Gor I actually have a rank in it. Okay. Um so 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23 points. So, you, you don't, this, you've seen a very similar effect from divine spellcasters. Uh, it's a spell known as Disrupt Undead, but you've never seen it from this source before. Like, this is not divine spellcasting. Arcana beetles. Um, so yeah, uh, and Gorbasha does four points, and the, the beetle seems not happy with that. Well, you got, uh, um, gotta break, break a few beetles if you want to make lunch. Okay. So, wait, the, the beetle casted a... Oh, breaking the gem. Gorbasha's Falcata. 
hit one of the gems growing on the, the back wings of it. There's the Google Docs if you want there too. And um, out of this gem was cast the arcane spell Disrupt Undead. So needles growing some kind of arcane gem on their back. These are going to be pricey beetles. We should capture them alive. Um, sorry, I'm lost for a moment here. Okay, right. Gorvash attacked. It's amazing. okay. The Duragar. Uh, the Duragar uh, puts his warhammer back in its belt loop and draws out a crossbow. Anisha. Actually, you know what? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him some words. Um, you have no idea the value of these creatures. Do not kill them. Let us work something out. He said after he hits Gorbasha. Ah, he didn't attack. He he he. He did he attack. Did. He switched his weapons. No, but he hit me previously attacked. And then tries. Yes, there's barely a scratch on you. And then you then you attack the beetle. Um, but yes, yeah. No, you're you're right. He did attack you first, but um, he's saying this now. Yes, because clearly he sees the options. Uh, Anisha, your turn. The options are we're going to kick his ass, and then we're going to have a pretty good lunch. It's expensive lunch. Food is food. You're, you're saying it like you're footing the bill. <laughs> like I'm quoting who? Hmm? Like you're footing the bill. Well, well, I am if it's part of the loot. Would these creatures be sensitive to sound? Uh, make a knowledge dungeon check. <laughs> Eleven? Um, so they are vermin, which, because of their mindlessness, are actually immune to most illusions. They are so simple that it has to be real stuff for them to react to it. Typically. And judging by their size, I can deduce that they are over five pounds in weight. <laughs> yes. If you're looking for projectiles, there's a few little books and picture frames in the bedroom you can use. I don't want Garbasha to eat them just yet. I want to study them. If I could just incapacitate them, that'd be nice. That's what Gorbash is trying to do. By eating them, which is no. Yeah, just the inside parts. <laughs> but if, you, if we take them alive, you can grow more beetles and have lunch all week. But, you know, hungry now, not. We just came from... Yes, listen. Listen to your friend. 
The breathing pad is very valuable. We just came from a tavern. You had uh, a passable meal. Meal? That's all. <laughs> How heavy is a chair typically? You can find a projectile if you need it. You're not. I find a projectile. Okay. Like I said, you can find projectiles. I'm not going to make it that hard for you to use. Again, you just carry around a brick or something, too. I'm going to need a sack of cue balls. Like, it, it doesn't have to weigh five pounds. This is up to five pounds. Correct. You could toss a feather with this spell, and technically it does the same damage. Um, okay, so roll and ta- attack roll. Um, what do you, what do you, who are you attacking with this? The beetle? Uh, yes, the beetle. Okay. Um, so you throw something at, at uh, the beetle, and while you are um, taking penalties for firing into combat, because you don't have precise uh, shot, a 21 before penalties will still hit. Um, uh, the, the beetle is knocked to its side at this point, um, and uh, doesn't seem like... Uh, it twitches a little bit, but it doesn't seem like it's working hard to move itself upright. Um, which uh, allows its companion I'm, I'm just going to move this guy back there for ease of, of reference um, allows its companion to walk forward and try to have a snap at Gorbasha and a pretty sure 12 misses if the Dwergar surrenders I can heal the beetle Carl you put down your weapons, and I will consider uh, it. We can come to an agreement. Do I have line of wackage at the Dwergar? Through the two doors? Um, um, it kind of looks like I do, um, but... Oh, I think he has... Is there such a thing as improved cover? <laughs> <laughs> he's He's pretty covered up. I think there is there. He's he's kind of hiding in a side room, isn't he? Okay. Um. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to, to say Paul, you know. that he has a from where Carl is currently standing. I think I'm going to give the dwarf plus six cover instead of plus four, because that's a very small window. There is well, impro- uh, you know. There is improved sorry? cover. Yeah. Um, well, now you know what? I'm just going to say regular cover. You can still see half of him. All right. Uh, I'm taking the shot. Because apparently... Uh, We've got an initial mission we need to complete. Um, I do... Wait, oh no, I already have a... I have a bar macro thing for this. Bling! I forgot how uh, powerful uh, improved cover is. Yeah, uh, 18-ish to hit. Well, it's, it's, it's a GM... It's, it's a DM allocation, but... Uh... Unfortunately, with him having cover, an 18 will not hit. Bling. 
Gorbasha. Ugh. I can't go through the threatened space. Um, there is tumbling with yeah, acrobatics, I but I imagine you're not no, very good I at it. Uh, it's actually based on their CMD. Uh, no guts, no glory. Is it? I believe it's like 10 plus their CMD, possibly 15 plus CMD, but I think it's 10. But it's still not an easy amount. Especially at first level. And I imagine there's armor check penalties for Gorbachev. Yeah, uh, my total roll is at a minus two. Yeah, I don't think you're going to tumble through it. Unless I roll really high. Tumble through it? Well, look at it this way. If I... uh, uh, try and I fail, I stay in the same spot that I am, and I can still have my attack. Uh, you do, but I do believe you provoke from the attempted movement. But they're ineffective little beetles. Mm-hmm. They are little beetles. Which I can squish. But I mean, like, you're, you're not wrong in the fact that risking an attack from this thing isn't a huge risk. They haven't proven to be dangerous in their biting abilities so far. I'll try to get to the Duagur. What the hell? Okay. Why not? Oh, that's no glory. But you're trying to remove my cover. Oh, it's it's only it's only five plus the opponent's combat maneuver really? defense. This might actually right. be doable. Well, let's see what I can do. Seventeen. You know what? You do it. <laughs> Amazing. Funny to see somebody in plates do some pretty awesome tumbling. So you become a crystal ball momentarily. Just like as you roll through there. And I still have an attack. You do. Alright. In that case, I will do an attack. 17. Uh, 17 will hit him. And that's... Uh, and uh, your Falcana will do enough damage that... Uh, oh, that's right. I forgot to do that. Um, okay, Eight points of damage. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, he will... Um, he will... Uh, fall to the ground, uh, unconscious and bleeding. And promptly stabilize. Uh, Anisha. I cast telekinetic projectile one more time. Okay. Um, unfortunately, um, I miss. You miss. You miss. The beetle survives. You know, with a range attack. She rolled an 11. And I'm assuming they can move a little bit better. Yeah. Well, and and technically, it's still in melee with you. Mm -hmm. Um, hmm. So. It can move. You know what? I um, uh, I it's it's a vermin, so I'm gonna roll randomly. On the roll of a two, it's gonna try and go for easier meat. No, 
It apparently likes that shiny crystal. Well, yeah, it wants to embed that gem in its uh, armor. Ooh. 19 to hit That's Corvasha? Oh. Okay, then. Carl. Um, do I have a clear shot at it, or do I need to move down to do it? A clear shot? No. Um, uh, <laughs> Might as well move in. To the bedroom uh, there. Uh, well, no, uh, you're, you're you're better from shooting where you okay. are because uh, you'll still mm. provoke, but it will have cover to attack you. Uh, versus, you will be taking a minus four penalty anyway because you're still shooting to combat without precise shot, as far as I'm aware. Like it's going to matter if I hit Gorbasha. <laughs> uh, yes, since I can't figure out a way to to talk it into its thing, I'm going to attempt to murderize it and put it in its cage and then heal it if I if possible. Uh, so it makes its attack. Oh. A seven is going to miss Carl. Carl can make uh, his attack as you aether up oh, no. um, something. Um, but it's a skittery little that, beetle. That, that, that floor rug did not uh, do much to it. No. Wow. Uh, Gorbasha. By the way, I did find the thing on it. Cover and attacks opportunity. You can't execute an attack opportunity against an opponent with cover relative to you. So, good to know. Ah. Where that is That is on page... Oh, there we go. Okay. All right. Fair and enough, then. We'll use we'll that going forward. We'll swing a Great. Twelve. Uh, 12 is the magic number. Woo, for uh, so, once again, you strike, and another um, gem shatters, and runes appear in the air. Um, all right. And, uh... Um, the runes apply themselves to the mandible of the beetle, and they are currently uh, momentarily glowing. Uh, the beetle is hit for four damage, but is still up. So it just magic weaponed itself? Knowledge arcana check? Uh, sp spellcraft. Spellcraft, right. Right. You've magic weaponed it or something. Right, spellcraft. Ah, uh, so... Do I know what it is, sir? Um... I, I I feel like there is a uh, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna check this. Uh, you have heard of shamans with the ability to cast this spell. This is called Touch of Fatigue, and it appears due to the um, awkward way it in which it's been cast, its mandibles have been empowered with this spell on for their next attack. Oh dear. Oh. Be careful of its bite. It will drain your energy. Who does it by today? Undead beetle? Ooh. Uh, Anisha, uh, you still have your regular turn. Yes. Pro projectile is the best I can do. So I'm going to cast that again. Okay. First level, not a lot of options. You, you do have a melee weapon. You can move up and try and stab at it, just so you're aware. Right, I have a cane, don't I? A sword cane, I believe. 
Anisha is um, is both a caster and a combatant. La di da. Too good to be a one trick pony. So see what we got. See what we got. See. Attacks tab. Uh, you, I think you actually have a weapon macro for this deer. Um. Oh, it's fine. Or do you not have a weapon macro? No, I don't. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, regardless, though, the 20 will hit. Um, how much damage does the sword king do? Uh, 50 to 100 plus... Uh... I only have a like crossbow on here. Uh, did you not finish buying the weapons? Uh, apparently I didn't. I'm sorry. There was too much of a rush getting out of the bar. Your first... Uh, your first uh, job. It would, be a, it would be a D6 medium. Yeah. What's your, um, what's your strength modifier? I'm pretty sure you must... Yeah. I have a modifier of one. Okay. So just roll a 1d6 plus 1 for damage. Hmm. Okay. Uh, you hit it. It, it, um, uh, and, and, and you, you crack an- another gem off it, which, which shatters. Uh, oh, oh dear. Oh. Yeah, you've been rolling a 1d2, and this is the first time you've rolled a 2. Your evil laughs. So when we're, done with, when we're done with this, Anisha, can you do a uh, um, roll to figure out how much money we just blew up in, in these beetles? We'll do. You mean how much delicious? We just, uh, I'm not achieved? sure. I'm not oh. sure how uh, how good I am at appraising, but I can give it a guess. Okay. Um, from the Shattered Gem uh, shoots a beam of dark energy towards Gore Basha. Enervating Ray! Woo. Does a 12 hit Gore Basha's touch? Spellcraft. Spellcraft. Uh, give me a second. Yes. I don't know what that is. Well, heck. Um, you are not able to identify this one. I believe Gorbasha can make me a fortitude save. All right, the beam hits you, and you feel weaker, though you're able to shrug off some of the effect. Uh, You're currently at a minus two strength penalty. Okay. Uh, However, at that point, uh, the beetle uh, bloodied drops to the ground and just starts oozing ichor out of the 
the the puncture in its carapace um, and I guess has to roll a stabilization <laughs> Wow okay um it becomes wait is that is that how that works okay just automatic success excellence okay um Everything's been stabilizing on their rules. Okay, uh, combat finishes as everything is unconscious. Um, I will attempt to move the unconscious beetles into their cages and lock them right. up securely. Um, you are able to do so. Um, the lock on them is... Um, I'm thinking, it's basically just like a kennel lock. It's, it's, there's no, like, there is a place for a padlock, but it's mostly just, like, something you put in place and close, and unless an animal is reasonably smart, it can't necessarily okay. open it. Um, and you kind of have to step over, uh, this, this, this torn to pieces body to, to put them back into their cages, but you're able to do Does so. Does the body look like, uh, another one of these short bearded Dwargari people, or? Uh, no, it doesn't look very broad. Um, Yield check for anatomy? I don't know. Um, it actually looks fairly uh, human by uh -oh. all accounts. Does it have a wallet and ID? <laughs> <laughs> Nearby? Um, make a perception check. Uh, Carl's perception so far has been pretty good. Perceive. Uh, 12. I'm not so okay. Good. I mean, mostly what's on the body is some scraps of cloth. You see a piece of wood that's been chewed up that you think may have been like a fashioned club weapon at some point. Uh, it's like basically broken now, if not just completely destroyed. But, um, you presume it's the beetles. They basically like gummed and, and, and nommed at, at, um, indiscriminately at him. And if he has any possessions, they are somewhere else right now. Um, I guess we should search the Dwergar and then search the rest of the building to make sure there's not more of them? Hey. He, he's stable too, right? Or do I have to save his life? Uh, yeah, they, they appear that they've stabilized here. Okay. Uh, searching the Dwergar... Um, you're able to find, and I, I'm thinking I'll just, I don't know. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I'll let you guys have these. Um, two, uh, Masterwork Light Crossbows. Um, two sets of studded leather. What leather? Uh, studded leather. Um, one Warhammer. One sap, one short sword, uh, a total of 33 gold pieces, uh, and the one with the warhammer uh, also had um, a uh, tied cord bracelet uh, with some... Uh, psionic, uh, three psionic crystals, um, tied into it. All right. Are any of the uh, beetles dead, dead, or 
No? No, everything has been stabilized. All right. Well, everybody else is looking around. <laughs> Gorbasha will pick one up and take it to uh, uh, that small bedroom, close the door, and then you'll hear crunching. And... <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. now... Our, our, this is now, again, the group sees Gorbasha pick one up. Are you... Well, I can know. T- technically, Carl just said he was putting both of them back in their cages yeah. first. But, um... Now, again, from, from my perspective, whatever you do is up to you. I'm more interested if there is any party disagreement to, the, to this or not. I think they're probably highly valuable, and the town and people would be really interested in learning more about these. Also. Now... One thing I will keep in mind is from last session, you were told by Manfred that the reason he wasn't able to talk to the authorities about this is because it's quite illegal to be bringing in strange creatures and stuff. But capturing strange creatures is probably a reward for it. So you sell out Manfred? No, we've got four Dwergar, or two Dwergar and a if we take the lot to the authorities. And then they start talking about how Manfred was helping them all along. They speak gibberish. It wouldn't matter. Oh, no, he spoke common. Never mind. Yo. Anyway, so so, Gor- so Gorbasha is in the middle of opening up one of these cages. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. I'll buy you a chicken, Gorbasha. Yeah, don't don't eat them. Please don't. Still uh, here, but drooling somewhere inside the helmet. There's just like the sounds of like the plink plink of this drool on the crystal. What the hell is Gorbasha? Okay. Gorbasha. Even I don't Gorbasha, we know. We know he's been hit in the head a few times. Starting to think he's a bugbear. So the group is agreeing to buy Gorbasha a chicken, uh, <laughs> so that Gorbasha does not eat one of the beetles. Is that the accord? That's what I'm putting on the table. All right. Um, <laughs> what? Okay. Um, so remind me what you're doing here. Uh, after that, I think we need to search to make sure that there's nobody else in the uh, warehouse. All right. Is there a return address on the cages? Uh, not on the cages. There's there's not a return address on the cages. Can I guess where they are from? Um, our desert land, maybe. Uh. Sorry, I'm trying to think of the appropriate knowledge check here. You know, make me an, um, like, does someone have profession sailor or something? Make me a knowledge, uh, just a plain intellect check, if you don't have something more appropriate to, to the shipping. Um, uh, intelligence check. Actually, yes, I can do an intelligence check. Uh, well, but mostly it's it's Anisha that's, that's investigating them at the moment. Okay, if you if you're if you choose to investigate as well, but mostly Anisha wanted to know if she could determine some clues about the cages. 
So you can make an intelligence check. That'll just be from your core tab based on your stats. And this is one of those things that you can spend your inspiration on if you want to spend a point on that. For myself, mine is... Remind me where my inspiration is. Inspiration is in your abilities tab. Okay. Um... So you would just tick off a use and you would roll an extra 1d6 when you roll your intelligence check. So neither of the Dwergar had a journal or a letter or bill of sale type things on them, I guess, in that. Not the Dwergar. You, um... You, you don't... They, they don't really have any papers on them. Yes, dear? Am I putting a, a enhancement somewhere? No. Just click on the intelligence button. Okay. And then roll an extra 1d6 if you want to use your inspiration. So, to Gorbash's intelligence... You're able to determine that these appear as standard crates for uh, moving small livestock aboard um, ships. Something you might use for a group of chickens, um, may- maybe a, a, a small pig or something like that. Uh, Anisha absolutely rolled max out total of 29. Uh, Okay, I guess I have to give you some information for that. I know the flavor of sand of which they crawl. She has their full provenance. Apparently. Um, Of course I say that jokingly. I have no control as to what I have discovered. (laughs) Should not eat sand. Just so the listeners know. Should not eat sand. Very gritty. It's some crabs. Okay, uh, I will say that you are able to identify that these cages are standard for shipping companies of the Three Kingdom Alliance. Ooh, there's three kingdoms? At least. Uh, I deduce this. <laughs> um, Anisha deduces this. Uh, Anisha hasn't said anything to the party yet. Um, do you, do you want to grab one of the big notebooks, dear? Or you're happy with the small one there? The small one will do for now. Okay. Because it's close and I don't want to go across the room. All right. Um, you can tell, judging by the um, collection of some rust... Sorry about that. I'm sorry. Uh, judging by some buildup of like um, rust and just some salt on them, that they have been on a long voyage, and therefore you suspect um, that uh, they've been brought in from the um, recently, as in like the last 50 to 100 years or so, um, established uh, colony in a um, a distant continent. 
You know what? Let's give that continent a name. Give me one second. <laughs> the seventh. No. Far away. Uh, there we go. Name. We want. Setting. Over there, yeah. Uh, the, 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 the Tagai, um, continent, uh, specifically the, the colonies are on the Tagai plains. T-E-G-A-I. We almost had it, right? Tagai plains. Uh, you cannot determine anything further about the cages themselves. Uh, however, you do suspect that while the Durgar may not a bill of sale to pick them up from a warehouse, um, they would need some sort of bill to bring cargo out of um, Verdant Harbor, or an alternate way to avoid any inspection of the cart by leaving through a more subterfuge way. Similarly, um, it's likely that, while it may not necessarily be accurate, that there would have been some sort of um, bill of holding on whatever ship brought them in, uh, likewise, there should be some records brought here. It's hard to say because Manfred kind of got kicked out and you, you would need to discuss this with him. But in theory, the warehouse would have records of what was to be brought in, um, and those would correspond with what ship brought them in and, and the bill of lading from the ship. Should I go out and signal to Manfred the ghost is clear? Assuming we were able to check and make sure there's nobody else holding the warehouse. We we haven't gone through we haven't okay. gone through yet. Um, so, sorry, I got I, cut up on Anisha rolling a twenty nine yeah. intelligence in thinking about cargo cages. I'm just pleased I didn't have to make an engineering check to close the cages correctly. No. So okay, we need to look for a bill of holding, bill of waiting, and a bill of cargo export. Those are options. Basically, to take goods out of town, you probably need a paperwork to show to the guards to say that they're tax-exempt or something like that. To bring cargo off of boats, you likewise need paperwork that shows what the boat was holding. Ship, not boat. You, you would understand. Right. And, and likewise show to the harbor master what you're bringing in. Similarly, for most warehouses to hold something... You need to like give them some sort of inventory receipt to prove that these are your goods and you're holding them for me. It just wouldn't be listed as okay. gem runic gem beetles that be under some mundane good that is allowable, apparently. Right, so I have a couple questions to ask Manfred. Okay. Uh, so yes, um... Uh, Carl. Carl wanted to do things. Carl wanted to explore. Yes. Just in case there's more of these guys. Around. Um. So first, okay. Where would you like to explore first? Um, I guess um, probably down in this black area, down in the lower piece. Right. In the bedroom. Sorry. Uh, uh, there is stuff in the bedroom that we can look into, but Carl is heading down yeah. here, correct? 
So, yes, uh, down the hallway where the Duragar hold up for his final stand, there is a doorway um, that extends down into a um, cellar. And um, as you look around, this appears to be basically a cold goods storage area. Um, it's it's certainly larger than a house would have, um, but as Manfred doesn't specialize in this, it's more so for his goods. You see some sausages and some cheeses hanging here. Um, and again, just some cool storage is his refrigeration okay. area, basically. I guess light a lantern if uh, need be, too, because, you know. Um... I mean, you can you can pick up a lantern off the sure. wall if you want. Yeah. Um, Gorbasha. Gorbasha was checking out the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so, yes, you would guess that this is Manfred's personal quarters. There's a bookcase and um, uh, uh, just a chair, a carpet, a bed. Um, I, I guess, sorry, maybe not bookcase, maybe a dresser for clothes and stuff. Um, but it kind of looks like uh, it's been taken for a bit of a ride, so to speak. Um, not well taken care of. Uh, but you can see that um, there actually is uh, just a, a small, um, slightly ratty uh, uh, sailor's looking journal uh, on the desk. <laughs> um and uh, unlike the first room, the this one, the, the inkwell is still here with the, the pen stuck in it and does appear to have been... Um, actually, no, this it's not done with inkwell. It's, it's done just with a piece of um, uh, charcoal that's lying to the side of it there. <laughs> um, Excuse me. But, uh, I mean, I guess the question is how much are you looking into uh, Manfred's personal conditions here? Okay. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Check it out. Okay. Um. All right. Uh. So from the desk, you're able to open up a drawer, and uh, there appears to be an exchange of letters, um, addressed to Manfred. Uh, they appear to be rifled through and and put out of order, um, but uh, um, you know, not not overly messed up with. Uh, um, trying to think here. Uh, what, what you do see though is, um, as you kind of flip through this book that's open on there, it, um, it, uh, seems to be, um, basically an, again, it's, it's a small journal, but as you kind of notice, it's like, um, uh, third day waiting for the cargo to be picked up. I think they're getting hungry. we got to figure out how to feed these things. Note to add that for extra reimbursement. Interesting. Now, is it the same handwriting as, like, throughout the entire book, then? Or? Yeah, yeah. And how long has it uh, been since Manfred said the ace has been taken over? How long did he say? Did you guys write it down in your notes? Guys, I forgot to write that down. Please tell me we have that. Um, let see. I do not see it in the notes. 
Yeah. I seem to remember it being just a few days he's been on the street, but I don't call for certain. Yeah, I don't, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that that lines up with what Manfred said. Okay. Um, but yeah, basically, it seems to just be a, a few short for form notes here and there as like little reminders about thuggish type work, you would guess. Okay. Hmm. We can get into more detail with it, but um, you get the reasonable understanding that that it's um, maybe like a notebook for for one of the the people that have been involved in in, in this takeover. All right, I, I uh, pocket it. All right, all right, as well as I can. Into the crystal armor. Um, Would it be fair to say a sword king is a melee weapon? Uh, a what? Never uh, mind, that's not relevant right now. Yeah, a sword king is a melee weapon. Um, I guess as, as far as you, um, as far as kind of looking around here, uh, make a perception check. Okay. Everyone, or just people in the bedroom, or? Uh, just, just Gorbasha. Um, Nope. Actual one. Okay. Never mind. All right, then. Um, you find some clothes and socks and, again, some mementos from, like, probably letters to family, but uh, nothing too interesting uh, here, I don't think. Unless you're looking for something in Lucas. Go find Carl. Carl okay. probably has more interest in all right. So, uh, what's next? Uh, well, unless there's another door in the basement, I guess we need to check out the uh, little hallway off the side of the main warehouse room. All right. Uh, make a perception check, Carl. Carl proceeds for twenty-eight natural twenty. Okay. Um, it's actually very well hidden. Um, but you're a a able to see in the cellar that um, there's a portion that's not actually j the, the the dirt and stuff, but you can actually push it away to show that it's like clay that's been very painstakingly attached um, to a secret oh. door um, that kind of opens up and you can like the, the salt water hits you um, and you believe that this is like a... Uh, a passage of like a natural forming just um like uh cave uh into the um uh harbor like for illicitly smuggling in and out goods or something possibly it could so be used for that it's not so it looks like there's water down there or is it just uh um i'm going to say it does probably look like its accessibility would vary with the tide. Uh, and currently... I think currently you're late at night and it's high tide, but I am not a nautical man. I will... Um, 
note that for later and close it back up, I guess, since I'm not likely to go diving in there. For... Okay. Uh, close yeah. it back up. Since, uh, since Anisha is still in that bedroom, she can peek into that hallway. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Perception check? Uh, it's up to you if you want to. Per- you, you can make a perception check. I'm just going to note that this door is actually properly closed, and this one has a lock on it. Did I choose lock picking? Actually, no. Wait, does that make sense? Nah, that doesn't make sense. This door doesn't have a lock. Did choose a ring of keys? Could, but, uh, I have disabled device. I mean, I could still pick it. No, I, I sorry. This is me making stuff up and figuring out where I want stuff. Oh, okay. It makes sense that um, he has some privacy to certain places. Um, however, I think it makes more sense for that lock to be in the office area. Okay. Because I think I think he'd want to lock stuff from further up and then just have it casual. No. Oh uh, yeah. Right? Okay. Also. Oh yeah. Hallway to bypass the warehouse and just go straight to his room to the office. So, Anisha opens the door cautiously. Okay. It's just another kind of accessibility hallway for him to head straight from his office to his home area. Okay. Uh, there's, like, little pictures along the wall that look like some homemade um, amateur paintings and even some that look like parchment that, that have, like, just children's drawing on them and say, like, To Uncle Manfred. That's adorable. And their nieces and nephews at Golden Wheat Farm. Aww. Well, at least this hall has been undamaged. Uh, there's some muddy boot prints and stuff, but yeah. Rude. It's... Uh... Rude squatters. <laughs> it does appear that most of their activity was just like bumming in the bedroom and chilling out in the office. Can I decipher anything from the mud prints? Okay. Make a... Hmm... Survival check? Nah, perception. We'll go perception here. You're taking a look at them. You're not trying to track them through wilderness. Okay. Um... So... You believe... That um, roughly five five individuals have um, at times come up and down this hallway. Um, You believe one human, um, three rat folk, and one cat folk. One human, three rats, one... Okay. I'll be trying to meet up with them whenever I've finished looking at the trapdoor. Alright, no, it's, it's, yeah, you can finish up whenever you want. You can meet up back together. So, our, uh, our fellow occupants was never in this hallway. Uh, not the Juragar. Okay. Or Basha will come down through that hallway. Look at all the kids' uh, paintings and just gasp. <gasps> Great works of art. Masterpieces. So I 
could reason that employees, actual employees, went through this hallway. But no. No, that's probably too much of a leap. Anisha's pensively looking down the hallway. Is anyone else doing anything? Mm. Um, I'm going to pull the two Dwergar together, I think, when we get, when we get back upstairs. Okay, yeah, so what are you what are you intending to do with them? You've, you've basically stripped them down, you've pulled their studded leather off, and um, I, I guess you have like their, their shirts and, 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 and such. And find something to bind them up with, some rope. Um, hmm. In the warehouse. I'm I'm thinking the warehouse has like a winching system and and such, um, and I'm thinking maybe there's a few. Well, it's not really going to be tying up rope. It's going to be this heavy duty, doesn't snap when hauling several hundred pounds worth of of boxes rope. Um, I I mean. If you, if you guys have a second, like, I guess there's bed sheets if you're willing to improvise those. Well, and I clothes. guess they're out for at least an hour. Whatever. Yeah. They're, see if um, I can just... they're not necessarily going to wake up in a hurry. In a hurry. Yeah. Um, I guess we have to talk to Manfred to figure out if uh, he wants us to dispose of them or he wants to do something. Or including the two guards out front that are... Yeah. Dark side. I think I think I gathered all the info I could. Unless there was something interesting in the basement. Ah, uh, some food and the trap door to underground cavern. Looks flooded right now from the tide. Interesting. Look, it looked like it was tried I to hit. Should ask our employer about that. Mm. Ask about. There's a what? How'd they install that? (laughs) How was it described in the underground? Like in the cellar? Tunnel? By the way, how long does that strength penalty last? Oh, sorry. Uh, I think it's probably... Eight years. Uh, it's it's it, it only lasted for a very short period, and then you're you're back to your normal strength. Okay. It was it was just for a moment. So are the um, Jurigar are secure? We can go get Manfred. I mean, that's uh, that's up to you guys. What are you doing with them? You've mentioned like you don't have rope unless someone has more rope they haven't mentioned. But you have like bed sheets if you want to, or, or like their own clothes if you just want to like tie them up with that. You could box yeah. them in a crate. Well, they have belts, right? We could probably yeah, they have belts. We could probably um, tie them up with belts or something. Of course, the one had the sonic bracelet. I assume they have. Mental abilities they could hit us with, but being well tied up. All right. <laughs> and blindfolding them wouldn't do anything. Right? Uh, maybe you should. It would blindfold them. It would blindfold them, but it doesn't 
block their mental prowess. I, I mean, some powers you do need to see what you're affecting to use them. Yeah. Fair enough. Sacks over the heads. Yeah. And then, should we get Manfred, or do you? I, I don't know how bloody you want to get with this. If you want to offer to dispose of them for him, or what? I think we've filled our mission. Let's not kill them just yet. If we clear it with Manfred, say we, as passing good Samaritans, believe this warehouse was being invaded for some reason. We could pass it off that way, but... For some reason, we thought that there were people inside here that we could beat up. We, we heard beetle chittering. Sorry. Or we doused them with uh, brandy and dump them near the night market in their unconscious underwear. Now, now again, I, I will only bring up this thing, but because Manfred kind of owns the warehouse, his concern was that any illegal activities are going to be pinned yeah. on him. If you're if you're saying illegal stuff was happening in the warehouse, right? Okay, so Anisha is going to go back to the office, and she's going to be looking for records. Okay, there are a lot of records here. They're, they've kind of been messed up, and some of them have been taken out and turned over to be paper for tic tac toe. Animals, but smell the fur, smell the freshest ones. If we came across these while we were taking a moonlight stroll by the water and found them unloading these crates of vicious vermin, surreptitiously trying to both avoid customs and all the regulations on hazardous animals, then we were in our rights to beat the crap out of them and take them to the guards. And if they try and claim something else, well, after all, we're. We were just on a stroll. They saw us. They didn't want witnesses to what they were doing, so they attacked us, and we just defended ourselves. There's that too. Let's see. Could could my sense of smell help me decipher what record would be the freshest? I'm gonna say a no on no? that. No. Okay. Um, well, uh, more so, I'm just going to say the easiest way is probably get Manfred's help. If this is his filing system. Right. Which has been messed up. Okay. If you are trying to do something surreptitiously for Manfred, um, you're probably going to need to put some, some effort in, into looking through this. I probably can't make heads or tails of this mess, can I? Well, the main thing is it's going to take time. Right. You are intelligent enough that you can make heads or tails, but the question is, are you just going to sit here for a couple hours until you find it? In which Manfred will probably get worried about where we've our fate. If we don't. Right. Hmm. Okay, so the next logical step I can think of for Anisha to do is to... Of course, she'll, she'll um, clear it with, with her colleagues. Um, how about we bring Manfred in, ask him what he wants to do with all this, plus we need to find records that might prove his innocence. So, do you guys want him in the building? 
Yes. Okay, I'll go get them. Okay. So we're going to Jurgar. They've been trussed up and put into the wagon at this point. Is that the point? Um, yeah, I think so. Sure. Okay. Uh, all right. So as Gorbasha and Carl are putting the Jurgar into the back of the wagon, and the other guys are remaining quiet as their eyes kind of bulge out a bit as I look at the Jurgar. Uh, Anisha, you head down to the end of the street. Um, Manfred is around the corner. He's kind of sitting with his back against the wall, holding onto his tail and uh, twiddling with it a little bit. Ah, ah, oh, it's you. It's, is everything all right? Everything's clear. Oh, clear? You, you, you got rid of them? More or less. Is it the more or the less? We incapacitated them. Oh, good. They are unconscious, as far as I know. That That's fine by me. Huh. Am I able to come in? Yes. Oh, good. Whew. In fact, I would like to discuss a manner of action with you. Oh? I mean, of course I'll, I'll, I'll pay you. I do have the money with me. I'm not worried about money right now. Oh, how kind of you. I wanted to clear as to your intentions towards your invaders, and perhaps you can help me ruffle through records that might prove your innocence. Oh, well, I mean, the main thing is, um, I mean, my, nothing in my records would incriminate me. It's, it's just those creatures. I mean, you took the creatures out of my warehouse, right? I'll load them in the car, in the in the in the truck after the Dwergar, but uh... okay. <laughs> uh, they they are caged currently. Oh, well, I, I mean that's the main thing. As long as they're not in my warehouse, I'm not breaking any laws. Well, I guess that. But um, I mean, I, I'll, I'll help you with whatever questions you have. You, I owe you one if you've cleared out the place. I do have some questions for you, okay. but... Do, do you mind if we can... I really would like to see the condition yeah. of... Yes, please follow me. Okay. So he, he walks down and um, is... Um, kind of raised a little bit of an eyebrow as he looks at the cart, um, walks in, just has a... Just, just, oh, what a mess they've made of my office. Oh, you should, uh, It's going to take me all night to clean this You might want to check on the corpse, too. Corpse? So. The person they fed to the beetles. Fed? Ah. Oh dear. Um. Um. I'll go with Manfred on that one. I I forgot that there was. Whoops. (laughs) I. Ha! After all those years of watching CSI, I didn't go back to the beetle room. Shoot. that just occurred to me too, which is why I'm bringing it up at this late date. Of wow, Anisha must I be cold-hearted could... to not even flinch when there's dead body around. Does he pay attention? So, so, so the beetles are loaded up. The Durgar are loaded up. To be fair, I wasn't in the beetle room at all. <laughs> beetle room. Sorry. Um. And he's. I, I don't suppose we could pile this into a bag, and you guys could to take care of it. I'm. I'm. I'm able to clean up the floorboards and stuff. No major problem. But uh, um, I mean, since you guys are 
dealing with the other ones anyway, right? We are... We're not a cleanup crew. Not for a small fee, either. Yeah. <laughs> Let me... I'll, I'll pay the rest of the ten gold. <laughs> <laughs> Let me investigate the body first. Okay. Oh, we've, we came upon these, these, these two short, foul creatures feeding this poor ex-man to these beetles, and too late to save him, unfortunately. It looks like they ate really quickly then, because there's not much left of him. Oh. I don't... I gotta go ahead... I gotta get a bit of water. And, uh, I feel nauseous looking Speaking of eating... Alright, so, visually, there are... There is... Well, I... Like I'm, I I don't typically want to do the the, the double sessions with plot finders, so I'm trying to get to a wrap up stopping point here, and then we'll just okay. end. Um, so I kind of while things are fresh in your mind, wrapping up with Manfred's warehouse, and as you guys head out is is where I was thinking okay. of ending it. Yeah, as long as we have some sort of a okay. cover story of if we're going to turn these guys over, or dispose of them. As long as we get paid right now, we should be fine. Yeah. But would Manfred know where we, a buyer for some of these beetles? No. Um, but yeah, no. If you ask for your money, Manfred will give you your thirty gold coins each. Hmm. And he's more than willing to put in the ten gold coins for you to, uh, uh, if 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 um, you could manage to put the the bones and scraps of cloth into a bag and just like. Chuck it out into the ocean or whatever. Yes. You know, wh- whatever you guys do, I- I'm sure you must have solutions with your jobs yeah. as vigilantes. <laughs> uh, yeah. has absolutely but... no problem. Well, we could always stick the Dwergar Wait. into the cages with the beetles. Gorbasha. Wait, you-, you guys aren't vigilantes? No. But but how how are you going to bring these into the, the Merchant Guild Watch without your vigilante cards? They'll, they'll think you're thugs that robs them on the street or something. We never said we were vigilantes, Mr. Manfred. Uh, I suppose not. Wow, you guys really stuck your necks out for me then. How does one get a vigilante card? Well, I mean, I don't know the specifics of it, but they're really the only ones allowed to operate with like that sort of trust and, and good faith in the city. Well, what about if Good Samaritans come across a crime happening? Are they supposed to just stand by or yell? Or... Yeah, yell for the, the, the merchant guard or, or a vigilante to come by and and, 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 and head for cover. Or, or, I mean, I guess it helps if there's witnesses or something. But As a stranger to your land, I uh, did not know this. Um, but anyway, what would you like to ask Manfred? What would you like to discuss with him? Um, are you aware of what is below your basement? My cellar? That's where I keep my food cold. Were you also aware that it leads to the harbor? No, it doesn't. What, what do you mean? It's my cellar. Somebody sends food to. Apparently, trapdoor? There's not. A... What? I don't know what you're talking about. Get sense motive. Yes, you can roll sense motive. Excellent. Because I have such skill sense motive. At least. 
How the heck are you at a plus nine at level one? That's not me. Oh, sorry, that was Anisha. Yeah. How the heck are you at a plus nine at level one? Because I'm smart AF. Okay, then. Um, I can perceive almost that well, but not uh, sense motive. Six. As he smiles and looks up to you, you um, he's you you think he's telling the truth? Oh, new feature. Or sorry, I I should say, um, I should say you are not able to glean any information from his countenance. I bet it's going to be a little more obvious since I actually opened it now, but uh, I've disturbed the dust around it and whatnot. Actually, actually, no, no, no. Sorry, it's uh, no. Yeah, you you um. Uh, no, you, you get the idea that he is genuinely surprised and and doesn't understand what you guys are talking about with that trapdoor. Genuinely surprised. Alright. Um, Mr. Manfred, do you have regular employees? I mean... I wouldn't exactly call them regular, but when I get in some heavy shipments, I'll... Um, hired some day workers to help load it in depending on what the client needs. And would they have access to your side hallway? Oh, not typically. Usually I'll just open up the warehouse to let them in. I see. Hmm. Oh! Were you able to get my keys back? Oh, yes. Here. Thank you. Hands over the, uh, uh, key ring. There we go. The ring of keys. The ring of keys. Um, in your side hallway, I deciphered a human, a cat folk, and three rat folk have treaded back and forth in your hallway. Is that alarming to you? Well, that... I mean, like I said, they've been in and out and switching people here and I, I'm not surprised, but it is rather distressing to think that they've been all over my place. I hope they haven't tried to break into any of the crates. I'd hate to have to explain to customers that I was broken into. It could hurt business terribly. Well, that's all of my questions. I'm going to look at that body now. Okay. And she goes towards the bill room again. Okay. Carry on, boys. Carry on. Uh, do Gorbasha or Carl have any conversations they wish to have with Manfred? Mm. Hmm. How long have you had the warehouse? It's been a family investment for about ten years now. Um... Some of my brothers and sisters pulled together to, to make it, and uh, I, I was the one with the experience to run it. Was it pre-existing place you bought it then from? Oh, yeah, the building was already here. So that uh, cellar door might have been... We, we made our money just having a... We, we made our money having just a few really successful years at the farm. Any, like, um, rumors that the previous owners were smugglers or... Pirates? Um... I'm not sure about that. Um, goodness, I wouldn't want any rumors like that. It was just small and and and, and cozy, and um, 
Well, uh, the, the the merchant council had taken it back into their possession. I I guess I presume that the owner got um, behind on their taxes or something. Well, you might want to hire somebody to explore the underground chamber under your cellar at some point. Can you show me? I, I don't understand what you're talking about. It's just the cellar. Sure. I'll lead him down to the cellar. Okay. Uh, you lead him down to the cellar. He follows you. It's like, see? There's some nice sausages, and and that, that's that's where I um, uh, keep the cheeses to age them. Oh, oh I'm going to enjoy having you later tonight. Um, and <laughs> I will open, I will technically open the uh, cellar trap door. Okay. And he stares at it. As his ears kind of twitch and just kind of go wide on the back of his head. It's like, oh, it looks like, that's it what It looks like meant. there's water down there, but uh, I assume at low tide it's accessible to people. All right. Um, huh. Well, I appreciate you letting me know. It's never been in... Like these these folks, as far as I know, just came in through the front door. So I, I don't know about that, but thank you. I guess it's I didn't realize that was connected to the place. No problem. And and it just it just closes like like this, and he kind of plays with closing and opening, and then it's like, huh. Neat. Oh, if nobody else knows about it, you probably yeah, don't need to set a uh, heavy thing on it yet. Uh, I'm sure it's all forgotten about by anyone who knew it before. Including me, almost. <laughs> Alright. Uh, anything else? Uh, Anisha, I... Anisha exploring the body. Yes, I rolled a 19 for it. Oh. Um, all right. Um, so as you're having the time to kind of take a look at it, um, yeah, mostly it's kind of really been chewed and gnawed into, but, um, there's actually a couple fingers that haven't been touched much. There's just, like, the fingertips of, like, um, a thumb and the pointer and the index finger that are touched. And as you look closer to them, uh, you see that they're kind of smudged with, with, um, something dark. And um, as you kind of investigate it, uh, you believe it's like uh, charcoal. It's not an accountant sink. Interesting. And it seems for whatever reason the beetles avoided um, uh, eating it. Oh. Charcoal? Wait, same thing that the ledger was written with? Hmm. Yeah. So not blue tinge like uh, they're handling cyanide or something. No. I guess the beetles must have an aversion to eating charcoal. <laughs> well, hopefully nobody prominent. Hmm. Um, can I decipher what kind of bones these are? Like, if they're human or... Heal check? Um, I mean, based on just the basic proportions, they are, um, they look pretty human. Like, it'd be pretty obvious if it was a cat folk, rat folk, or tengu. Dang. Okay, 22. Yeah. 
you are fairly confident that it is a human. Yeah, one of the weird folk. <laughs> so the thumb, the index, and the middle finger? Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say that's reasonable, right? Yeah. Okay. And just, just, uh, just like yeah, the tips, like the first couple joints of them. But anyway, the rest of it's mostly been chewed and gnawed over. The poor sod. Oh. Now we just got to figure out what to do with our wagon load of illicit goods and bodies. Huh. Okay. So yeah, like um, I think we can pick up with with what you do with the wagon next session. So, is there anything else you wish to discuss, ask, request of Matt? Because otherwise, I think we're pretty good to wrap up here. Yeah, I I, I, I suppose it would be. Well, we can't get uh, letters of recommendation for uh, vigilante licenses because we did things without vigilante licenses. So yeah, we apparently traded on some turf. I mean, it's up to you. If you want him to write you a letter saying he recommends you for vigilante status, I'm more than happy to do that. Sure, why not? I'd rather not be in trouble with guilt. Okay. Uh, you're, you're a native here, Anisha. Do you know how hard it would be for us to get uh, licensed to cover our butts? or? I mean, for, for people like you that were able to pull this off, I'm sure it would be no problem. I'm not really sure what, what the issue is. I, I know that their test does involve usually doing something dangerous. Um, I know some people, like, go in unprepared and get injured or killed trying to get membership. Um, but, like, look at what you guys did. I, I can't think of anyone that I know more qualified for membership. Unless that's covered under uh, Anisha's detective license. Uh, I don't think Anisha tech Anisha's been advertising herself as a detective, but... Um... Like, there's no detective's guild that requires her to have a license, ah. so to speak. Exactly. So, it, nobody can sass it, me Isn't it in order for us to be qualified for Vishal Hanti, they actually have to know that uh, we've done this? Well, first we need masks, and then... <laughs> then a cow. Uh, Cows are important. Or um, bash out so sit on top tall building and brood. I knew I was going to regret calling them something other than an adventure so, guild. But I like to have a different name for this. It's the it's the vigilante so guild. So uh, oh, no. excuse me. I, I rolled a uh, twenty seven on knowledge local. Okay. Uh what are you trying to what information are you looking for? The guild's is standard. Okay. Um, so the guild, um, as in the manner of guilds, has basically organized itself to have kind of sole dominion over certain things. Um, aside from personally hired uh, guards and employees, um, or the uh, merchant societies. Um, general law-keeping force, uh, they have some power to stop crimes, bring in bounties, 
and have a good leniency for um, like bringing in beat up people to a jail and and um, and such. Um, typically, they, they they take jobs of a dangerous, violent, um, interesting nature. Um, some of them are plain. Like sometimes, like I'm I'm just looking for a bodyguard for a few days. They would submit that to the Gorbasha and kill people um, and take stuff for justice. Uh, sorry, remind me again what you're looking for specifically, or is this uh, just general knowledge? Our, what all we need to get initiated into the guild. All right. Um, so typically initiations um, will involve uh, completing a... Uh, basically anyone can join the Vigilante Guild. They just have to go up, register their intent, and sign up to complete one of the tasks that are available at the guild. Uh, they do this for free as their membership payment, and the guild would keep the dues on a successfully completed mission. Um, again, it, it basically shows a willingness, um, their effectiveness, um, and the guild gets money. Uh, obviously, in some cases that it can't be completed, um, the guild takes no responsibility for any injury or death sustained in attempting initiation. Uh-huh. And of course, the guild will, um, uh, like, not all quests will be open because things that are of a more um, representational role, they're not going to give to someone off the street necessarily because, like, their reputation could, could lie that. But yeah, basically, you show up, uh, indicate your intent, and. Um, you do a job, and if it goes successfully, they mark you on it and decide if you're a member or not. Okay. So, I think we have, like, three options. Although, you might know more. So, if we need to join the guild, we need to be able to stash the Dwergar and spiders and the rat folk and cat folk person and wagon somewhere for a day or so and keep them unconscious. I do want to be clear. They're beetles. Oh, the beetles, yeah. They are beetles, um, sorry. Stash them somewhere for a day so that we can vigilante find them after we're members. <laughs> I like that idea. Or Sorry, we continue. kill them and hide the bodies. Or possi- possibly let them go with the spiders and let them pay us somehow. Or see if the bugbears want the lot purchase of these four with the Beetles and a wagon with horses. I'm not comfortable with murdering them. Yeah. So we either keep them unconscious in a basement for a day while we become vigilantes, we let them go, or we sell them to slavery with the bugbears. I don't like slavery. I'm not a big fan either, but I don't like these people particularly either, so. Yeah, that's true. They're not exactly upstanding citizens. All right. There, there, so, might, be, there might be other options. You them. know the local environment a little better than me. Let's see. Do I know of a place where we can stash them for a while? You could hire an urchin to hit them over the head with a sap every hour to make sure they stay unconscious. <laughs> Actually, ah. hmm. Slums. By the trash heap. Nobody goes mm. down that way. 
think I'm coming up blank. Would 14 be enough knowledge? So, if you are trying to remember if there is a specific place you can stash ne'er-do-wells with no questions asked, you don't know this off the top of your head. I believe we've established that I guess Anisha has a family house she lives at and an office front. Yeah, I guess we could use my place. Unless your tavern keeper's more um, friendly with you, but yeah. <sighs> I mean, basically, basically, it's like yeah. If you guys like, you guys can like feel free to think outside the box as far as convincing people. That would not traditionally be a hidey hole to become a hidey hole. Like I said. Um, but it's like, yeah, with, with, with a 14, you don't know off the top um, of your head. That, that being said, if you wish, uh, diplomacy can gather information as well. I would say in the slums or by the trash heaps, you pay somebody uh, enough money there, I'm sure they'd keep them around for a bit. And not turn us in. No. Hmm. Gorbasha has sounds risky. Yeah, hung out in that area. And I, I have some knowledge in healing and uh, engineering. If it uh, would help keep them pacified, Not pacified dying. for the time it takes us to become vigilantes, I could rig up some sort of auto sapping mechanism or <laughs> apply them just the right amount of bad jam or whatever it is that will uh, keep them unconscious. How much brandy will it take to keep a Dwergar unconscious for 24 hours? Um, that's that's a lot of brandy. I don't think we can afford that. It's a lot cheaper to just keep I mean, punching them. You got a good chunk of gold. Sure. Okay. Um... So again, unless there's anything with Manfred, at this point it seems like we'll wrap it up here and let you guys theorycraft in the Discord what your plan is to do at this point. Sounds good. Um, because I don't think we need anything to that that um, I don't think we need anything in stone yet um, re regarding your your plan if you haven't fully decided yet. So um, sounds good. Yeah. Then we can decide how dirty we want to get with this. <laughs> All right then. It's um, definitely harder to keep yeah. people passive alive in this kind of a thing. Or bash up for anything. Anything. Uh, so yeah, unless there's anything else, I think we'll uh, say our goodbyes to the recording. Farewell, fair recording. Good evening to you. And have a good night and. Tune in for next time on Plot Finder! <laughs> Plot Finder! Maybe they'll find the plot. <laughs> <laughs>